Welcome to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast for couples who struggle with infertility and want to fulfill their dreams of becoming parents. To access previous episodes packed with ideas, solutions and tips that actually work, head over to Dr. Chapman's IVF podcast on iTunes. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. Hi, this is Professor Chapman. Recently we've been doing some Facebook Live sessions where I've been answering questions from the listeners and participants. What you're about to hear now is some audio of those segments and I hope they'll be useful for you. One of the most common questions, Prof, that your audience wants to know is how much does it cost to do IVF? Okay, it's not quite as how long's a bit of string, but it can vary a lot. In Australia, in the premium units, the ones that are that have full service, seven-day-a-week nurses, seven-day-a-week scientists, the best equipment, um, the costs are around about $5,000 out of pocket uh, after the rebate from Medicare. Um, there's about uh, $10,000 up front and then Medicare gives you back about $5,000. That's pretty standard around Australia. Now, there are some lower cost units in the public uh, hospitals in Sydney that cost around the $1,500, $1,800 and IVF Australia also has uh, a low-cost program based at Liverpool Hospital and uh, down in Wollongong. Again, you're out of pocket about 1800 on your first cycle, and because of the way the safety net works, your second cycle was down to about six or seven hundred. Uh, that difference in price is because there's no anaesthetic involved in low-cost units. They do it under a little bit of little bit of sedation, uh, so it's probably a bit more uncomfortable. And um, the cover over the time of the cycle is shared between the nurses and the doctors. So you don't get that personalised care you get with the more premium units. So that's what you've got to budget for. But what it costs is how long it takes to get you pregnant. Because obviously, if you got pregnant the first time, you've got out of it for, uh, coming to see me, around five grand. But if you have to repeat the cycle, unfortunately, the whole process happens again, and that's another $5,000. So if you have lots and lots of cycles, it will mount up over time. Obviously, the child you get at the end of it makes it all worthwhile. It's invaluable. Another very common question we have, Prof, is, is there a higher risk of miscarriage in IVF treatment? No. Pregnancy coming out of IVF have the same chance of a miscarriage as women are conceiving naturally. It is age dependent. Uh, the older you are, the higher your chances in a spontaneous pregnancy of having a miscarriage. But uh, and, and that holds as well for IVF. With more modern technology, and we don't do it on everybody because it's, it costs money and <laughs> has its own problems, but for women who have recurrent miscarriage because of genetic abnormalities, we uh, can do genetic testing on the embryos before them we put back, and that certainly does reduce the risk of miscarriage. Suchitra asks, I very much want to have IVF done. Prof, do you have any comments about that? Yeah, IVF certainly is the end of the road treatment. Uh, when everything else has failed. I'm certainly an advocate of exploring all the other options to get pregnant, which may be as simple as taking some tablets to make sure you ovulate regularly, or maybe giving some supplements, hormone supplements in the second half of the cycle, if that's uh, failing. 
sometimes some surgery, uh, for instance, with endometriosis can solve the problem without having to go to IVF. I know there are places that you can go to where you walk in the front door saying you're infertile and they'll do IVF for you. I don't believe that that's necessary in many, many cases. In fact, I probably created more babies in my lifetime by not doing IVF, by doing other treatments than actually with IVF. So it is not the first thing to do. It's the last thing to do. But if you're ready for it, then it is a good treatment and getting better every day. Marizella says, I have questions. I have four IVFs failed. I think she says, I did the ultrasound. The doctor told me I have a fibroid four millimeters. Will that be a problem or not? Four millimeters, wherever it is, is not going to be a significant problem. Four centimeters, if it was four centimeters and it's indenting the womb, then definitely I would be concerned about it but 95 percent of fibroids even at four centimeters in size if they're on the outside of the womb which is the commonest place for them we really do not need to do anything and i worry sometimes that some gynecologists who enjoy surgery will, will actually suggest having it done because you can do damage taking them out you can damage the uterus itself you can also damage the fallopian tubes from the scar tissue that can form after having a fibroid taken out the most important thing for you is to make sure that the specialist who's looking after you understands fertility. Not every general gynecologist, particularly those that are, enjoy surgery, are necessarily all that skilled in, in infertility and what um, is required. I mean, if you wanted to, you could send me an email with the ultrasound report and I'd be happy to have a look at it and give you a further advice via email. And then, and then following that, if you wanted to, I don't know where you live, but you know, I'm, I'm regularly doing Zoom um, consultations uh, with people uh, around, well, around the world, to be honest. The 1-800 number is available at the website, theivfjourney.com. And I believe you can also email prof on michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. Suchitra has said she's failed twice. And Marizella adds to her comment, she says, I'm 30 years old. So that yeah. should hopefully give you a little bit more perspective. Whenever I see a patient who's under 35, I can be fairly definite that we will achieve a pregnancy. It may take some time, it may take a number of cycles, but almost always uh, the younger patients do get a pregnancy. Annalisa says, what is your favorite protocol? I found menopause medication very slow for me with only one or two follicles mature produced. I'm 40 years old. Yeah, well, I mean, 40 years old, unfortunately, whatever the medication we use we are unlikely to get lots of eggs uh, now the dosage that you were given is important your body weight is important and also the it's called your ovarian reserve the number of, of eggs you've got left inside the uh, ovaries and we do that measure that either with ultrasound scan or with an amh level i, I would almost certainly well, I'd be very surprised if you hadn't had that done. Uh, and that gives us a, a fair idea about what your chances of getting lots of eggs are. The average number of eggs for a 40-year-old overall is probably four to six uh, in a cycle. You're obviously underperforming in that regard, but there's a wide normal range. I mean, some women are lucky at 40 and get 10 or 15 eggs, but others like you uh, will only get one or two. Having your cycle reviewed by someone who is an expert fertilities person is the right thing to do. And don't forget that you can access all the previous episodes by going to our website, www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey Podcast from the navigation menu. 
Thank you for listening to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast which helps couples negotiate their way through the IVF journey all the way to parenthood. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1800 111 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. 